hey, got a crazy family? Love hearing stories about crazy families? Then you need to check out our brand new podcast called My Crazy Family. Available wherever you get podcasts. Just search My Crazy Family right now. Press subscribe and don't miss any brand new episodes of My Crazy Family. You can even share your stories if you so please. We, we'd love to hear them. My Crazy Family. Search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Today on an episode of Real Ghost Stories Online that was the inspiration for the 1980s television hit, Moonlighting. When a couple finds themselves driving back home late at night, they discover what initially appears to be deer in the road. Upon further inspection, they soon realize that the creature staring back at them is no deer, but rather the type of creature that only seemed to exist in nightmares. However, this time, it's very real. That story and much more today on Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This stories online hey hey it is welcome to the program you uh, have a ghost story we'd love to hear it that's kind of what we do here so uh go to realghoststoriesonline.com and click uh, tell us your ghost story and share it with us uh or you can uh send it your audio file or we uh, uh or call it in is uh, what i should say at uh, 855-853-4802 if you want to get all the uh, access to our bonus stuff all of it commercial free the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of hours to binge away on uh the uh, epp bonus episodes new ones every week the advanced episodes like i said everything's commercial free sign up to get it over at uh, ghostpodcast.com or the patreon app the link to it there at ghostpodcast.com tony and carol hughes with you on today's episode oh the program what's going on hey you hey um, hey so i got a story you do so yeah So in the last episode, I was talking about taking a haunted weekend getaway and it didn't, it wasn't intended that way. And it really wasn't a haunted totally getaway. I went to go see some family, but I just kept running into these ghost stories. So if you haven't listened to the, I don't know how far back the last episode would be. The last episode I'm on anyway, um, I shared some of it. Yesterday. (laughs) Okay. I'm like, I don't know when that one airs. Um, So anyways, so... Another story from my weekend was my nephew is a tattoo artist, which I'm really proud of him. He's doing a really great job. And um, which I think it takes balls to be a tattoo artist because <laughs> the first time, like you're an artist, but then when you put that permanently on somebody else's body, that would make me really nervous. You'd have to have a really um, good poker face if you fuck up too. Yeah. You know, every tattoo artist has at one point. Oh, sure. And um, so he started this new shop, like they move shops. And so, um, so we went to go see it and it's a really cool space. And I'm like, this is super awesome. And I'm like, is it haunted? And he's like, yeah, there's a creepy thing that happened the other day and didn't really tell me the whole story, but it was something to do with the basement. Nobody goes down there much and the door latches. It's like one of those, um, you know, those little latches that go into the, there's like two parts. There's a hole on one side and the little latch on the other. Yeah. And an old 
houses and stuff have those. Mm-hmm. And it's always latched and it just opened. And so then we got interrupted, didn't finish the story. So later we were going back to the car and his boss um, was there. So I went in to meet him. And so I said, so is the place haunted? And he's like, well, there was something creepy that happened. So what apparently before they got into this building and redid it, some guy OD'd in this building. Okay. And I don't know how long ago that was. It could have been a year. It could have been 10 years. I don't, I didn't ask that part. Well, his son comes in to get some tattoos and um, I don't know what he got, but I think it was something kind of a memory of his dad. Okay. So the guy hears something and I don't know if they had kid the tattooed if that person had left, the son had left yet or not. But anyway, that's the day the door opened and it was always latched. And he said, nobody ever goes downstairs. And they they do have some stuff down there, but the door opens, so they have to keep it latched. Sure. So it's latched. So he so the door opens and everybody was like, everybody in the shop was like, Ooh, that was weird. So he goes over there and realizes there's a light on downstairs. So he's like, okay, that's really weird. So he goes downstairs to um, turn off the light, and it's not the light they use. It's a light in the other part of the basement that they never, ever, no one even goes into that. And he had to walk across the basement and shut that freaking light off. And I was like, very strange. The guy ODs, his son comes in to get tattooed. Yeah. Might have still been in the building or he might have just left. Um, and then the door magically opens, a light's on in the basement that's never been on. That's just, it's one of those things where someone could write it off as being, well, it, you know, it just happens. But uh, it's also one of those signs where it's like, it's pretty much in your face. Right. And it's like, the fact that the guy OD'd there, his son's there getting a tattoo or yeah. had just been there. Yeah. And I kind of think he was still there. And that happens? Yeah. I thought that was weird. That's a message. That's, yeah. How creepy. And I'm like, haunted. So what tat did you get, Carol? <laughs> I did not get one. <sighs> and uh, I'm like, because I don't have any. And yeah. so to get one would be a really big thing to me. Mm-hmm. So I had thought I I haven't ruled it out completely, but I maybe will down the road consider it. I don't have any, but because I shared that hummingbird story about my dog, I needed a yeah. sign, and there was the hummingbird. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I was to get one, I think it'd be a hummingbird. But you should have <laughs> the hummingbird draped in a flag with a large machine gun shooting down. I would have it in front of a U.S. flag. Yes, and it would be very dramatic and then have, um, you know, just make it, you know, very, very stoic. Don't tread on me, but I don't tread on me, hummingbird. um, Comic font. (laughs) (laughs) Since it's a hummingbird. In Comic Sans. Yes, in Comic Sans. Don't tread on me on your arm. (laughs) (laughs) The most confusing tattoo ever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that that would be an interesting uh, show. 
where you go and get fake tattoos and they, they look super real, but they're in like just bizarre shit like that. You know what? Okay. So speaking of that, and then going to I'll public. make this quick, but I, we were just talking because this was like nine years ago last week. So my niece and I, I go to Nashville to visit her. We go to Andrew Jackson's home. Love history. Have a great day. We get back to her house and we're just sitting there talking about, I don't even know how we got started talking about tattoos and what we would get. And she's like, oh, I'd get an Andrew Jackson tramp stamp. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, do you have a Sharpie? So she went and got a Sharpie and I tried like to make it fancy, yeah. cursive print Andrew Jackson. Yeah. And and I um, took a picture of it and I'm like, we went into Andrew Jackson's home today and my niece loved it so much on the way home. We stopped and got a tattoo and she got the Andrew Jackson tramp stamp. I'm thinking it's the funniest thing I've ever posted on Facebook. Yes, yes. And these people start commenting. She's going to regret that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's an Andrew Jackson tramp stamp. Like who would get that? Like, and that's the show. And look how yeah. bad it is. It's like really ugly. That's the whole show. You, it's all it's hidden camera type stuff, and you got the tats, <laughs> and and they're very just like obvious, and you just kind of like get people's reactions, and you know eventually you're gonna get a lot of material there where somebody comments or something, or or it's even yeah, set up to the point exactly. where it's just in their face. It's like, like oh bro, I see you got a lot of tats. Like love that, love that. Just got this one, and it's just it's like kittens like fucking a bubbler exactly. or, you know or, or like it's just something really just weird and <laughs> just see like and there are enough of those real yeah. ones that are like that but it was just so funny because i did it for that reason people would go oh my god that's the funniest thing i've seen all day i thought it would be comedy and people are just so upset that yeah. kate has got an andrew jackson <laughs> tramp stamp <laughs> i love it so it came up in my memories recently not the picture of the tramp stamp, but the picture from that day. And I'm like, hey, remember that day you got the Andrew Jackson tramp stamp? <laughs> and she's like, was that nine years ago already? Yes. That's hilarious. No, that, that's so the funny. show. That's That would be, uh, and, and I would certainly watch that. But I asked my nephew, I go, do people come in and you try to talk them out of stuff? You know, like, yeah, you really want to do that? And he said, oh, all the time. But, you know, these people are like, no, that's exactly what I want. Like, I've got it drawn out. Like, I sketched it out. Can you do a better job of it, bro? And then, like, he has to yeah. turn it into something. Yeah. What, says, but what, if that's what they really want, who am I to say no? Has he ever had a time where they, you know, he did the thing and then they're, like, very unhappy? Um, I think he's been unhappy himself. Like, maybe he didn't think he did as good a job. But, but I don't think there's anybody that was like, dude, that sucked. But not like that, but just some people are like that. Like, no matter what you do, they'll, they'll never be happy. And that's just one, that'd be a very difficult thing to do with someone who has that sort of personality. Where it's like, oh, like, like no matter yeah. what you do, you're fucked as the artist because it won't be good enough for them. What do you do in that sort of a situation? I mean, just like, well, it's free. <laughs> but it's like, you, can, I get, you know, correct it. Obviously, you can do that sort of stuff. But I just don't know what you Not do right with right away. The, you got to let it heal. Yeah, I don't know what you would do with like the, the crazy narcissistic perfectionist that will be happy with nothing. That would be, that'd be horrible. But maybe this is one of those things that just really doesn't exist. And it's no, just, it happens. It happens yeah. every place. Yeah. 
I don't care what you do. You're going to run into people like that. Sure. Um, well, that sounds, I mean, that a good ghost story. And I think that, um, uh, that certainly made sense with, you know, why that happened and those signs occurred. Yeah. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We would love to hear them. Uh, let's go over to uh, this one. It says, the first thing that I'd like to say is I don't know what I saw that night. It was late. I was tired. And it was dark. But what I do know is that whatever I saw, it was not normal. So let's get into it. I live in the suburbs of San Antonio, Texas. Me and my sister were driving along the road one night, and it was about 11 p.m. Let's call my sister Laura. Laura and I were hungry. We decided to drive to Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. It was a Friday night, so they were open until 1 a.m. Our parents were out of town that weekend, so we were free to do, ever, to do whatever we wanted. That included watching scary movies, eating junk, staying up real late. Laura was 18 at the time. I was 15. We had helicopter parents, and they didn't like us to watch R-rated movies or stay out super late. Nevertheless, we decided to watch the taking of Deborah Logan, an R-rated horror movie. We were pretty creeped out after it, and Laura didn't want to go outside, but I talked her into it by offering to buy her meal. They reluctantly agreed. How I wish I had trusted her God. We go to an exclusive private school where we have to take back roads to get to it. It was very windy, forested, with a few houses spread apart. After about 10 minutes of driving, we turned in onto about the fourth turn where it was the darkest. We weren't listening to the radio because we hated it, and there was a blip in the conversation. Our headlights illuminated a small herd of deer in the tall grass. At first, we thought nothing of it. There was a lot of deer near us, and it was pretty frequent to see some deer after dark. However, as I looked a little closer, I saw something a little strange told Laura to slow down so I could get a better look. And what I saw about one of them scared the living daylights out of me. One of the deer appeared to have its skin falling off. And the skin that was still on it had black bubbles on it. Its legs also looked broken, like it had two knees on every leg. I looked at Laura, who had stopped the car, and her eyes looked glazed. Her mouth was open. When I looked back at the deer, it had its head cocked to one side then started to slowly, what I can only describe as, smile at me. It was very unnatural. You ever seen a dog look at you like it was smiling? It looked nothing, and I mean nothing like that. There are no words to describe it. I just knew it wasn't normal. My body was frozen at this point, and I didn't dare to turn away from it and look at Laura. After about 20 seconds of it just smiling at us, it began to slowly walk towards our car, 30 feet, 20 feet, 15 feet, then 10. Suddenly, something roared to life in me, and I screamed at Laura to floor it. There was no response. I turned and slapped her in the face. I know it's wrong to hit a girl, but I was trying to not die or whatever it was about to do with us. Finally, she woke up from her trance and put the pedal to the metal. We shot out of there as fast as we could. I didn't look back. When we pulled into the Kane's parking lot, we just sat there. Our appetites were gone. We sat for a good five minutes before I spoke up. What 
in the hell was that thing? She never responded. And we ended up just driving home. We even took the highway, even though it took us about 15 minutes longer. I didn't complain. Since then, we've never driven out to that road at night. And Laura and I have never talked about whatever that thing was. This has been my first and hopefully last encounter with the paranormal. I know now that there are things in this world that we do not understand. And many of these missing persons cases may not be normal kidnappers, but instead creatures of the darkness which feed on humans. If we hadn't gotten out of there at that exact second, I would not be telling you about this story. You can choose whether to believe me or not, but that does not change what happened. To this day, I believe that what was either a skinwalker or not a deer, though I do not fully understand what that is. Whatever, wherever you are, dear, let's not ever meet again. It's a whole new twist to Bambi. I, I don't even have a guess what the hell that was. Like, had they been dropping acid and that just part wasn't in the story or something? <laughs> Hey, that would be really fun if that's what happens. You get like a zombie deer to walk up to you and smile. That would be fun. But it would be terrifying. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that's right. Duh, I forgot we were doing acid that night. Never yeah. mind. Because wow. I don't Have you heard a story like that? No. Well, I've, I've heard of creatures that were, they you couldn't recognize what they are. There's stories of things like Goatman. And uh, I guess things of that nature. So if I were to put it into a, a category, that goat may man. be that may be the goat man, a version of the goat man story. Because, but it's goat man is almost like this. It's this thing that walks on two legs. It has hooves, uh, but looks kind of like a goat and a goat head, um, and more of like a body, um, a hoofed like a horse body with a goat head. But it's walking on its um, uh, its two legs. Things like that, you know, is it something in nature? Probably not. You know, is it something that, you know, maybe it's some sort of fear thing that manifests itself that way? Sure. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm more apt to believe in something more of like the Bigfoot than I am the Goat Man. But there's stories of versions of the Goat Man in all 50 states. And they all they vary from area to area. I had a friend who wrote a book on it a while back. Uh, Nathan Couch, I believe. Um, and... Uh, very uh, interesting uh, conversation uh, and, and one that I think put more validity to me in my mind of, well, people are experiencing something, but what the hell is it? I mean, that's a, I mean, I like, I have no experience with that kind of story. Mm -hmm. It's just really weird. Yeah. Uh, beyond weird. Thank you for sharing uh, that with us. 855-853-4802. Uh, our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. You can call that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We would love to hear them. Let's go to this caller. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, I call, I have called previously um, in regards to my daughter. Um, initially, it was just my younger daughter who has sort of a friend who turned out to be a dead person that visits her in the, 
her dreams. Um, and then we discovered shortly after that my other daughter could read cards. And we didn't start out with tarot. Um, just to, for a recap, it was not that. It, we, I was just trying to teach her the basic gin rummy, um, beyond Uno, that sort of thing. And she started telling me she the cards would tell her things. Um, and it just kind of went from there. And so um, she's kind of just developing this. It's getting more intense. Um, a few of my friends do know about it. Uh, a couple coworkers, you know, we're, she's not discreet about it. My other daughter, my younger daughter, she's more discreet just because she's like, you know, people can be so mean. Um, but my older daughter um, has actually done some reading with tarot cards um, for a friend. Um, her daughter has had, my friend's daughter, has had cancer, a type of childhood cancer. Um, and just recently she started having some health issues. And so we had asked my daughter to, you know, just do a reading. We were very vague. Um, I didn't tell her that even her, the other little girl was sick. You know, I was, I, you know, I thought that was too heavy. I just wanted to see what she saw. Um, just because she will say, you know, do you want me to do a reading for you, please? Let I enjoy it, whatever. So she tells me that it's something that's going on. It has nothing to do with her childhood cancer that they will think that, but it is not. It's something similar um, that changes. And she is say she told me that uh, no doctor is going to understand what it is. Um, they'll send it to other doctors. They'll send it to other doctors. Time is money. Time is money. It's and you know these this is verbatim pretty much a lot of the conversation when she told me about it. Um, I remember these phrases. And then she looked at me, and she's like, "Okay, I'm seeing a man." I'm seeing father figure, but it makes me uneasy. He's in, and he looks nothing. He's changed since my friend and I. Uh, he had di since they were divorced. He had definitely changed. Excuse me, and um, just not who you would probably anticipate her with. Um, he's maybe had some own of his own health issues. I'm not sure. He's a little bit older than her, but anyway, uh, my daughter was like, you know, they're gonna think this is, you know, because it's in the the. <laughs> It's a type of feminine female cancer, um, but she's like, Mama, it's not that. It has to do with her mother, her, not with her mother, but her father. Um, it's genetic. And she's like, you know, it's going to take, and I had even texted this to myself just so I would remember and just in case, because I thought, okay, I'm not going to say anything unless my friend specifically asked me about her daughter, which, you know, again, she knows about my daughter and how she is. So, She's like, do you think she had asked me? She's like, has Rennie said anything? You know. Um, so I told her the truth. And, you know, I asked Rennie if it was okay first. And she okayed that. And I told her. And so I had told her several weeks. I mean, it was very specific. There were a lot of specific, very specific things I told her. Um, and it turns out all of those things were accurate. Um she will sometimes even communicate with spirit. Um, it's odd. I know that. It sounds very odd, but it's not just the tarot cards. It's more than that. Um, 
with both of my girls. Uh, I think it's more than just that. And I do think, you know, I know that you and Carol and you and Todd um, have probably, you know, have tons of calls. And I do think that the ability to have a psychic ability and, or I don't, I don't know what else to call it, or be a tarot reader, you know, I do think those things can sometimes be hereditary. Um, I, I don't think anyone in my family has the level of intensity that my girls have and for your accuracy and that sort of thing. Um, but I do think that it comes from my mother's side. It's just really strange how, I mean, I get cold chills even, I mean, and this has been going on for some time now, but, and I don't, not that I doubt her. It's just, it's a lot. Um, and, you know, I often wonder if it's a lot for her. And she is 16. Again, this has been going on for a little while now. She's 16. She's very mature for her age. She always has been. My younger daughter, not so much. They're both, but they do kind of both have an older soul when it comes to other people and just their relationship with other people. Um, but I just wanted to quality give you guys that update. I think it's a really neat thing but at the same time when it's your child again it's a little bit different than just being neat because it is so heavy but I appreciate you guys so much because I do listen to you quite frequently and it's just nice to know that we're not the only people who deal with things of this nature whether it be caro or just other things that we that they see or hear or feel so I appreciate you guys so much it's it's given me a little bit of ooh, a guidance of light um, just to have this program. So I appreciate that so much. Thanks. And I am an EPP, so we'll continue being EPPs. It's really great to hear the story. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thoughts on all that? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. I um, I definitely think that's a gift. And... And I think if you're reading cards, because I think that now it makes me, the way she's telling that story, it makes me think that she doesn't necessarily have to read the cards to know. Mm -hmm. um, because I, I read tarot cards for a long time. And like, because when you're in that space, like, it, you know, you might light candles and, you know, there might be a way that you kind of center in on it. And um, so if she's reading cards, very accurately maybe she's able to turn it on and off with the cards mm -hmm. or maybe but i just think people who are in tune are in tune with stuff and i don't think there's any shutting it off it's just, i think you can ask for it to be shut off it's it could be like a you know grandma don't let that creepy ass doll out of that suitcase in the garage yeah. you know but you know what i mean it's like i think that that's from the last episode. But I think that um, I think that you can tr you can't always shut it off because there's sometimes things are just going to come through and you can't shut it off. Sure. But I think you can learn to kind of control it. And I think, you know, with some people, you know, maybe, you know, I, I don't have a gift like it because it sounds like that girl actually has a very specific amazing kind of gift mm -hmm. is it a bad thing I don't see it as a bad thing 
No, I don't either. You know, and and if it's just happening when she's reading cards, you know, then you can kind of turn it on and off. Mm-hmm. You know, but then I could see sometimes it just happening in a Teresa Caputo kind of way. Sure. Like all of a sudden, you, I'm picking up on a road that ends car wreck. Who is it? It's coming from over here. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be a crazy ass gift. One I would not want to have. I know, because that would be all the time. You'd go to the grocery store and it's like, should I tell the lady that's picking out bananas about the person who, you know, who died and they're trying to yeah. come through to her right now? I was having this I conversation think- with someone on the Grave Talks the other day that's like that, that can, that picks up on things that, that readily, like just walking through the grocery store. And I said, do you ever, um, have you ever just stopped and like just talked to somebody who's, you know, picking up bananas and stuff? She's like, no, she's like, I won't do it. Uh, she said, there's a place and a time for these sort of things. And I, I, I won't do it. It'd be impossible to even leave my house then if I was, if I did that because they just follow me. And it's like, just this groups of people all saying these same things around me or, or different things around me at the same time. And I can't, I, I, I couldn't do it. I would be locked away. <laughs> um, oh my God, that would be insane. Yeah. I had a, and I can't remember the exact story, and it'll come to me in the middle of the night, I'm sure. But a friend of mine recently was telling this story about a total stranger walked up at a time in their life and said something to them that was just so profound and so needed. Yeah. It was like, I don't know why I just felt I needed to tell you that. And that was that. And I was like, that's just crazy that a total stranger would be like, I don't know why I need to tell you this, but mm-hmm. I need to tell you this. Kind of like, you know, a message from a, a loved one yeah. who had passed. But, you know, I'm like, that would be kind of cool if it was the right message. And, but I don't know. I, I hope that it doesn't scare the daughter. I hope that it doesn't bother her and she just learns to live with it. Sure. It would be interesting to, uh, to do is, is do the, the fake psychic in the grocery store. I mean, you walk up to people and you start, I got a, I have to have a message for you and you're just making shit up, but see how often uh, people think that you're actually connecting with them and someone. Well, and you know, sometimes you watch some of those psychics and cause like what she was saying, her daughter was saying was pretty specific stuff, but it'll be like, so there's a male figure yeah. older i think he passed oh my god my dad yeah. oh okay your dad yes yeah, so so you're giving him an, everybody's got a male older figure who's passed yeah, yeah he's saying yep it's me and he's doing something it's something that only you two know like it was something something you guys did to communicate like a hello of something then then the person will say yeah. oh yeah we did this. yes that's what he's doing that's because I, I can't say i can just feel it but yes he's doing that and, and then and you just you keep going and it's not hard to do this um to lie about it but i do believe there are ones that are legit i do 100 oh absolutely be careful. legit i agree you have to be so careful though because it is so easy to bullshit it it's scarily mm-hmm. yeah i've did it i've done it on the air as a bit not like legitimately trying to uh fuck with anybody uh or make them think they're talking to a loved one legitimately um but yeah it's 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 scary how if you can just kind of improv a little bit people are seeking it and i get it i would be in that same place too that's 
Yeah. I've never like done that though. Like after someone passed or anything of like sought out a psychic or anything like that to communicate. I have. Yeah. I don't know if I, if I would or not. I mean, it's, it's something I, I just don't think I've been in a position where I felt strongly enough about anyone who's died that I want to do that, but I'm not saying I wouldn't in the future, but yeah, I did. And, um, it didn't work out. No. For me. And then I had that weird, and that's an episode way back when, with my boyfriend, Doug, Oh yeah, which that didn't involve a psychic on my end. I kind of was the psychic, mm-hmm. but, um, but his brother went to a psychic and she gave him spot on information. Yeah. And so I just think it, but the one I went to, um, when I lost my dad, it just, I don't know. It left me maybe feeling a little bit better. Cause when I was thinking that too, that was kind of interesting. Um, because it kind of sounded like the daughter was reading the cards, but the other girl wasn't there. Because she didn't know about the illness, so she, the mom had to tell the daughter about the illness, but she'd gotten permission, which I think that's a really strange level of reading somebody who's not even in front of you. Yeah. So that's a whole nother. That is, yeah. A whole nother level. That's kind of, you know, I, I don't know exactly how that works, but I can't, I'm not a psychic who can turn it on and off. So, sure. Yeah, no, it, 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 there's so many ways that that all and abilities that people have. It's it's I'm amazed, you know, sometimes by the conversations that I have and what people uh, claim to have the ability to do. And I think some really do. Anyway, that's going to wrap mm-hmm. up today's uh, episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, become an extra podcast person, get all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes and more. It's all at ghostpodcast.com or on the Patreon app. The link is there at ghostpodcast.com. Until next time, for all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening.